Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was away Sunday, and today is his birthday. And welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker. The drunk uncle, Byron Kenton Mullins, well, he will not be joining me for this show. Uh, I don't know if he got stuck in line at the Dollar General or he had a little too much Jack Daniels <laughs> and maybe fell into another shit ditch. I'm really not sure which. It's probably a little All bit All sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell with that clown, but... Uh, <laughs> Also, no Camp Blood Radio takes over the world map check-in this week, but we did have some listeners from two new countries, but you're going to have to wait and listen to hear about all that later on. Also, uh, shout-out to Keystone Light for providing their delicious uh, hydrating beer to get me through these shows. And <laughs> a couple other shout-outs to our friend James Amaral, uh, Slasher Graphics, who joined us on the last episode. He actually cranked out a new Camp Blood Radio drunk uncle shirt shortly after that episode. You, and it's fucking awesome. You can find that over at slasher.graphics. Hilarious shirt for those of you who know about the drunk uncle. Also, another huge shout out to South Jersey Jason, our friend, Mr. Brian Emenheiser, and of course, his wife, Irene, aka Irene Bader. They purchased some show Ooh. shirts. And, oh, of course. And also brought just <laughs> one of those beautiful part three documentary shirts. And he Posted plenty of photos on his social media. He purchased the very first drunk uncle shirt. Big shout out to him for that. We uh, we appreciate your continued support, and we will be sharing those posts for you, so be on the lookout with that. Now, on with this show. Luckily, you don't have to listen to just me on this episode. I know you were kind of sweating there for a second when I said the drunk uncle was MIA, but I got a special guest on with me, and I don't mean short bus special. Joining me is the catalyst behind the upcoming Friday the 13th fan film. His name was Jason. I'd like to welcome writer producer on the project dave brown thanks for joining me here at camp crystal lake my friend no worries thank you for having me what an introduction and the short bus thing you're not too far from the truth there (laughs) well you know i mean you just got to throw the disclaimer out there (laughs) and uh, i do want to give a shout out to uh to brian uh south jersey jason he's a he's a good friend of mine and uh an advocate of this film and uh, i love him dearly and uh, he is um, he has been a great friend and a, and a great uh, uh, backbone, too, uh, for this whole promoting of this film. So I want to give a shout out to Brian also. Absolutely. I've noticed he shares a lot. And he, of course, he is for our show, too. He's a backbone of this show. He's just been absolutely phenomenal with sharing. Yeah, fellow being... Jersey boy. Us, us Jersey boys have to stick together. You yeah, know, I was going to say. A lot of people don't like us. You, you guys, you're practically <laughs> cousins. Like yeah, you're, you're, you're both Jersey <laughs> guys. Are, yeah, you're you're kissing cousins, I guess. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, big shout out to but Brian. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate. It. I appreciate. Oh yeah, and and, and uh, we've we've tried to make this happen for like the last fucking three weeks. So oh, it's like a curse of Friday the Thirteenth itself. You know, it's like it's not the first time I've had I've had issues with the with the film and such. Um, there's sometimes always a cloud. It's like. Did I pick the right type of film to do with the title Friday the 13th? I'm, I feel like I'm cursed at times, but uh, we're pushing through it. It's, it's happening. <laughs> I think you had uh, maybe a cold one week and then we're stuck on the subway a week and then fuck, I don't even <laughs> exactly. know. Exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, that's New York City living. You know, I'm a Jersey boy, but I I am based in New York City. And, you know, the the job and the the subway system, it's it's all all hell at times. It's like really does like Jason takes Manhattan. (laughs) Well, and that was a shit show, so I can just imagine. Yeah, and that was all filmed in Vancouver, so go figure. (laughs) Yeah, for the most part. I mean, goddamn Canadians. Shit. They ruin everything. Uh, no offense. I love Canada. You know, the poutine. <laughs> I do too. It's God damn, good. it's delicious. That stuff is absolutely it delicious. Is. What do we? Our version is disco fries. It doesn't even stand up to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what, Canada? You don't get to take ham and change the name and call it Canadian bacon. It's still fucking ham. Exactly. God damn it. <laughs> fucking Canadian. That's, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's my only beef with Canada. Otherwise, I mean, there's so many, so many awesome things came out of Canada. I got, I got much. John Candy, John Candy, John you know, Candy, and, uh, Pamela Anderson. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's about it. That's Pamela about Anderson. It. I mean, maple syrup. Yeah, isn't uh, what's his name uh, um, uh, from uh, Back to the Future? He's Canadian, right? Um, you know, there's surprisingly a lot of people that are Canadian that you wouldn't even think yeah. about. I mean, Deadpool. Nikki, <laughs> oh yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Nikki, Ryan Benz. Reynolds, yeah. I mean, yep, yeah. there's, oh, shit. So it's not man. so horrible up there. You know, it's not so horrible. You know, I'd probably live in Toronto, but I don't know that I'd live anywhere else. Uh, I've been to Vancouver. It is it is paradise there, but um, it's overpopulated. I thought New right. York was bad, but everybody wants to live there. That's why. So it's 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 really, really, really populated. That's the only downfall. So, but, Yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I think I'm good here being in the U.S. Maybe I'll visit. Yeah, I th- I th- Yes and no to that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the, true too. The whole that's political true. thing right now, I'm trying to hide. You know, thank God for movies, thank God for horror flicks to take me away from reality. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I just I keep my mouth shut on some of that stuff for the most part yeah, on me social too. media, me and I'll tell you why because I will be in fucking Facebook jail like immediately. Oh yeah, yeah they will fucking shit can me you know? like with the quickness. It's very entertaining to watch it go back and forth, and that's the only thing I you know. Uh, I hate to say it, I didn't vote last time around because I don't vote for anyone I don't like. I mean, I, I'm I'm at an age where I don't have if I don't like you, you're not going to get my vote. So I really don't complain about any of it because I don't have the right to complain because I didn't vote last time around. But I do enjoy watching the shit show. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. you know, but, but I will you do vote th- next time. I will. Vote. You do. Um, I'll throw. I'll give it to you though. You put, you post some pretty good memes, and we're all about memes here on. Oh Tampa yeah, Radio. my personal ones. Yeah, Your personal you know page. I have, yeah. Like, yeah, I have like 3,000 friends, which, you know, I think five of them are actually my friends. But right. um, I I dissect through all of them, and I find some great ones, which I, you know, I love stirring the pot. That's that's my thing, being from Jersey, you know. And if you don't like me, I'm sorry. It's all for fun. You know, I think that's the problem with this country. Nobody can make fun of one another anymore. No. And I think this country was a better place where we could all laugh at ourselves and one another. And we need to get back to that. You know, I, I miss those days. You know, now it's like tongue and cheeking and biting and everybody's just so damn sensitive and serious. You know, don't hurt my feelings. I that's, can't handle it. You know, I know. I know the PC bullshit. And that's why Kent and I, we really missed the late 90s and the very early 2000s yeah, so yeah, much because exactly, that was the last time. Exactly that you could say certain words aloud and not oh, be in that yeah. and people didn't want to hang you in town square. Look at, look at your, look at your comedians and they're gone. George Carlin and, and you yeah. know, uh, Richard Pryor and even Eddie Murphy, he, you know, he got soft and started doing Disney films. I'm like, it's sad. It's sad what it's come to, you know, Yep. but it's true. either adapt or die. You know, what do you do? So, you know, I, now I just, you know, I, you know, I have a three-year-old and, 
you know, I let her watch horror movies. I'm going to raise her the way I was raised. You know, I'm not going to change my beliefs in, in my household. You know, once That's I step right. out the door, it's a different hat with a different feather in it, you know, but, um, I just, uh, you know, I'm a child of the eighties and, uh, you know, the, the whole, the whole scene back then was a different time in a different place. And for me, my escape is watching those, still watching those 80 slasher films. And I think that's what inspired me to write this story that we're going to talk about because I want to showcase that style movie in today's, today's day and age, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. And speaking of those times, so we have the yes. project, his name was Jason. Yes. So there's a Jason. few things. Not, not to f- be mistaken with the documentary, <laughs> the documentary. Yeah, that's a whole other story because uh it's a can of worms uh you know i got a lot of beef about uh by many different people about the, you know uh dave there's a documentary called his name was jason is this based i'm like no guys you know this is a fan film and once i get into the story of how it all began um it makes a lot of sense why I chose that title. I actually changed the title at one point because I got so much beef from individuals about why don't you do something original because that title's already used. And I'm like, it's a fan film. That was a documentary. And and then I, you know what? I started blocking those people. You know, I like, I, I don't have to explain myself anymore. This is my film. This is my story, you know, and not to mention, there's a lot of other people that's involved in this that, um, you know, I, I'll give credit to when the time comes, but, uh, when I wrote the story, I said, I'm not changing this title again. You know, I did it once. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it again. And, you know, it was the one line that Pamela Voorhees said, you know, uh, his name was Jason. And uh, it, it, it meant so much to me to use it in this film because it, it just made sense. And I'll get into that with you more as as, this, as the questions come up, you know. Well, as soon as I heard the title, I knew I knew that that's where the um... – I guess the motivation came from was Pamela, right? So I seen some of these fucking internet clowns. And so my question for you is how hard was it to not just be like, why don't you go fuck yourself? You fucking idiots. I did. I did. And I got violent (laughs) and to the point of like, you know, it was on a daily basis. Uh, It was probably the first six to eight months. And I would, I would, and then I finally said, you know what? It's not worth it. You know, you're 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 49 years old, Dave. Let it roll. Let it go, and let the proof be in the pudding. So you know, I, I would put up the uh, the synopsis and the story, and 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 let that let that be the proof, uh, and and let people take it from there. And I blocked a lot of people. If you could see my block list, because they were so negative just over the title. And these are all people that are are uh, is it called armchair critics or <laughs> sofa critics? You know that are probably pushing 400 pounds that, you know, wish they could be doing what I'm doing. And a lot of it's envy (laughs) or jealousy. Like I wish I could do a movie. So, you know, you get that, but from, from, I guess after that, I mean, everybody's been pretty, really pretty much positive at this point. Um, The ones that are on my page um, are a real fan of, of the Sackhead Jason, which is a whole other topic we can get into. Um, But yeah, I know. I learned to bite my tongue after like the eighth month. I said, you know what? I'm letting it roll and I'm just going to block these individuals. I'm not going to let them pull me, pull me off my cloud. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have been, <clears throat> I don't know how many times I would have wrote fuck off. I mean, some of those oh, people yeah. were I just was pretty, ridiculous. I was pretty vicious, um, you know, where I would open up their personal page to see what I could pick apart about them, whether they be <laughs> bald or uh you know a clip I love out. It. no i'm not that i'm not that bad uh but no i'm like you know what it's like i i, I was like i can't do that because I, I i have to put my 
positive side to the film and, and focus on that, you know? So, uh, the yeah, haters are going to hate. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'm ready for it. Even, even when the, the film comes out, I'm sure I'll get negativity. You know, I've had pretty much positive uh, feedback from the, you know, from the trailer. Um, you know, I have my team, uh, the two Jasons, I call them um, Jason West, uh, who is my director of photography and uh, Jason uh, Sigalisi, uh, who is my director. Um, they ran with uh, the trailer that you may have seen um, is actually part of the film that we've used for the trailer. Um, I let them run with it, and they did a fantastic job with, with Mr. Ron Milkey himself uh, in the trailer. But that footage you see is also in the film. And I think they tapped into what I really wanted to see on film um, uh, as an 80s genre uh, type of movie uh, for based on 1982. I said, I want you to watch those movies 100 times to get camera angles and the POVs of Jason and blah, blah, blah. And that's, and that's what they're tapping into. And, you know, with a little bit of drone work because uh, as you saw in the trailer there's some drone work which you didn't see in, you know obviously in the original movie but uh we we're, we're mixing in a little bit of modern stuff but not too much you know well it, it'll be nice to see a good combination of that and and a lot of people are going to the drones <clears throat> a lot of people are yeah. uh you know modernizing things which they should even though they're tapping you back have to the to. 80s you have to. yeah i mean, I mean if, you, if you watch the trailer we actually got footage of the original campground camp uh nobi Bosco, and uh where the original movie was filmed, which, again, we'll get into. I'm jumping the gun because uh, we're filming in a lot of the same original locations. But, uh, you know, I feel like I'm running with this interview. You better start answering the question. Answer, <laughs> right, you better right. start asking the question. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so <clears throat> let's just start off with how you can find information about this. Uh, right now, you obviously have, his name was Jason, the Facebook group that has, I think, right. just a little little under 4,000 members of that group, and you post in there daily and keep everybody up to date. So yeah, obviously, you know, it, it's not really, we, me, me and you just had the conversation, it's not really dedicated just to the film, because I try to get personal with every fan. And trust me, I know a lot of them by name, because they've been with me from the beginning. So it's not just dedicated to the film. It's, it's kind of like, you know, here I am, ask us questions. We're here for you. You're part of this. Uh, your name will be in the credits, you know, and, and it, you know, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be doing this. That's what fan films are. And even though it's our story, my story, um, it's their money. It's their money that's funding this. So I want them to feel part of it. So I give them information on a daily basis, even if it's, unneeded you know like down to a prop or down to an element or down to a character so i i try to keep it more family feeling so um it's just who i am as a person and you know what i'm, I'm asking you guys for money you need it's a need you need to know these things you know so what's going on so um you know the the fundraising's been tough i, I won't lie uh but uh we're, we're pushing forward and we're doing what we need to do and it, the film will get done one way or the other you know so basically most people, well, I shouldn't say most, if they're listening to this show, they already know about it. So the meat and potatoes of the project is out there. The basis behind the story, we're not going to get into all those little fine details because Dave's been great with providing the information, what the storyline is and everything. There's no need to, I don't want to say beat a dead horse, but just keep yeah, repeating. Yeah. So, so uh, if you're not completely familiar with that, then just follow the links that are going to be in the post and go to the Indiegogo page and follow the Facebook page and get kind of the backbone. If you're not already familiar with that, but like I said, if you're listening, I'm sure you're already familiar. So there's just a few things that we're going to get into and then uh, <clears throat> we'll go, we'll, we'll go from there. 
So, Definitely. like you said, as far as you're a Jersey boy, uh, NYC, the original filming locations for one and two are relatively close. And mm-hmm. I know that you've made reference numerous times that either some of the original locations or areas that are very close to original filming locations for parts one and two are going to be seen. And his name was Jason. Correct. Correct. Um, right down to the town of Blairstown. And I just want to give a shout out to the town of Blair, the, the townspeople of Blairstown. Say that five times. Um, the original film, uh, original Friday the 13th, a lot of it you saw in the beginning of the film. Um, and we are actually going to film some, uh, some footage there. Um, there is a Friday the 13th museum there um, that's dedicated to the original film. Um, they've been fantastic on promoting us and pushing forward with us. Um, the original diner, I want to give a shout out to Gary who owns the diner. We're going to do a scene in that actual diner that you saw in the original movie. Very nice. Um, the original campground, forget about trying to get into. <laughs> you know, that's just right, impossible. Right. If you guys ever seen what they charge to do tours of that, you know, to try to film in there is just uh, impossible. It's still an active Boy Scout campground and it's private property. Um, And we actually were able to send uh, a drone over that and got some great drone footage for the film of the original campground, which you get to see in the trailer. Um, You'll actually see really quickly the floating docks that, you know, Kevin Bacon and all of them were originally on. So it hasn't changed a bit. Um, for filming in there, uh, no, that wasn't going to happen. We couldn't make that happen. But as for the vicinity and the area, um, I, uh, being from Jersey and, and doing this story, I said, if I was going to do it, it's going to be there. It's going to be in that vicinity. And I would say 90% of it, 95% of it is going to be filmed in that location of Blairstown, New Jersey. So uh, authenticity for me was a big, big major factor. Um, as you know, our movie takes place between part one and two and that five-year gap. And luckily for us, the town hasn't changed a bit. I mean, of a little bits here and there, but um, we know what to look for in film uh, to keep it to keep it feeling like the original the original time and location. So uh, we've been really fortunate with the town folk of Blairstown, who are backing us up 100%. And awesome. um, we're actually going back there. March 13th, which is a Friday the 13th, they offer trolley tours there uh, to go to the original film locations. And they've asked us to join the trolley tour and speak of our film. And, you know, they're going to give us some proceeds that help go to the film. So they've been amazing. You know, it's that whole Jersey thing. You know, once you're from Jersey, you're always from Jersey and, you know, they look out for you. So they've been, they've been really amazing for, to, uh, you know, helping us out. And South Jersey, Jason, uh, Brian will, will also uh, agree with me on that. Well, and I can attest to Jeanette Ayurado and her um, yeah. contributions to the to the area and, of course, yeah. her work at the museum. She was a, a fairly recent guest here on the show, and she's just doing yep. great things for the community. So you know, I big... didn't mention her name, and I apologize, but Jeanette, she is, she's the number one backbone behind me. <laughs> you know, I apologize, Jeanette. Yeah, that, that's the, the, main, the main person that's been running with us uh, is Jeanette. And she's a big advocate for us, and she's really, really been fantastic this whole trip, you know. And and uh, Gary, who owns the diner, you know, he's excited to have us film in, in, in inside his diner. Uh, it's going to help him too, you know. Once you know this is all said and done, uh, we're going to do our premiere in in the town of Blairstown and um, showcase it there uh, before the general public can see it. So we're really excited oh, nice. to, okay. to do that. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited about that. We're gonna we're gonna showcase it there for the premiere. So awesome. And and <clears throat> yeah. most people probably 
uh, well, us fans, but uh, the general horror fans who aren't diehard Friday fans probably forget that this is the 40th anniversary for the original film. So having yes, yes, it is. your film yeah. being between part one and two still kind of ties to that anniversary, at least in my opinion. It does. It does. Um, just to, to give a little recap of, of what this film is about, you know, like I said um, about myself, um, the original part two stood out to me the most as a child, you know, like most movies do. And I saw them back to back at a drive-in theater and when I saw those, they stuck with me through life. And, you know, always watching those films over and over and over, I said, you know what? It's been told there's a five-year gap between this story. And I said, I want to tell that story about Jason. And, and, and not so much about Jason, but about the town folk of Crystal Lake. I said, you know, there's a great story to be told about the town. Now, I, too, are from a small hick town in the middle of the Pine Barrens of, of New Jersey. And I said, everybody knows one another. I said, how, how did the effects of what Pamela Voorhees did uh, affect that town? And I said, I want to tell that story. You know, I'm, I'm sure businesses were affected and, found, you know, you don't sleep with your doors unlocked anymore. And, you know, I, I wanted to be more character based um, and more grounded. And the way I try to describe my film to everybody, if you're an 80s generation uh, movie buff, it's uh, Stand By Me meets The Deer Hunter meets Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it's it's a grounded story about three guys, good friendship, and uh, it does turn into a slasher film. I promise you guys that it, there will be blood. <laughs> there will be blood. Of course. And, you know, I think Sackhead Jason has gotten a lot more appreciation over the last, I don't know, five or six years, it seems. And especially with the video game coming out a few years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. He was Zach always had... my favorite playing, playing with, yeah. him, you know, um, uh, yeah. You know, there was something terrifying about, you know, the, the sack, the sack of Jason to me. I'm, I mean, you know, the town that dreaded sundown, I'm sure you know that one. Um, sure. Jason, Jason was actually, that concept was taken from that movie. Um, and they, they said, you know, that was a terrifying situation about that town. And I said, and how horrifying is it just to use, you know, either a pillowcase or a sack head, a sack mat or a you know, potato sack to hide somebody like that. And, you know, that, that was a terrifying thing to me because, you know, Jason was just human at that stage in part two and, um, the unveiling, you know, it was so grotesque and, you know, and it stood out to me as a kid when he jumped through that window and I was like, you know what? Um, I appreciated those two. I don't get me wrong. You know, I love the hockey mask, Jason. I think part four was my all time favorite. Um, but I liked the softer side of Jason, if that makes any sense. Uh, you know, he got kicked in the balls in part two. <laughs> we, right. saw him, we saw him grunt and fall over and, you know, he was vulnerable. And, you know, the, the idea of like, um, um, you know, Ginny was talking about him at the bar, you know, you know, what if there was a, you know, um, a crazed person running through the woods and, and living off the fat of the land. And we're going to showcase that, you know, I'm going to tell you that that story of Jason and, and how he was a opportunist and how he was living in the abandoned campground and, and how he was a, a trapper and, 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 you know, you're going to see all that in my film. Um, you're going to see the human side and almost feel probably a little sympathetic to him like we all did when we heard Pamela tell the story of Jason you know you felt a little sorry for him you know so um but you know he is human um other than us knowing that he killed Alice you know uh in her apartment 
this will be the first time you actually get to see Jason uh, hunt a human. Uh, so he's new to it and um, he's going to make mistakes and he's going to, he's going to screw up a couple times, I'm sure. Um, but you're going to see with each kill, um, I, I want to showcase, you know, the strengthening of, of, of his confidence as he's doing it and almost, you know, to the point of enjoyment. Um, you know, I don't want to reveal it too much, but uh, we will have, um, you know, the voice of Pam. She will be there, you know, egging him on, kind of like the game. <laughs> yeah. um, I always like that about the video game, but um, I want to showcase that a little bit more too. So uh, there, there, there is a story that needs to be told about Jason, and um, we're going to go into more depth of the more human side and not so much the zombie side, if you, if you know what I mean. Absolutely, and I, I applaud your take on the franchise because, and like I said, I <clears throat> I love Hockey Master Jason too, absolutely, but no one's really bothered to tell the story that you're going to tell, so you're kind of the, uh, the pioneer of the fan film world as far as that goes. I mean, I think I'm tapping into the origins, you know, uh, more or less. Um, and uh, for guys my age, I think they'll really appreciate this. But at the same time, with our kills and our gore, uh, the younger generation is going to appreciate that too. You know, um, we're not we're not leaving any of that out. We're going to show you the blood and the gore and the guts. Um, and there will be foul language, and there will be cigarette smoking. <laughs> oh, cigarette smoking, of course. Because, yeah, we're bringing that back. We're oh, nice, back. nice. Because everybody in 1982 fucking smoked cigarettes. Oh, Everyone. They live oh. them up with one another. They'd be finished one, and like, you know what? They pull another one out, and they keep going. But, nice. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Was, you're right. You know, then that was the reality. And we paid close attention to those details down to the vintage cars, to the, you know, thank God for eBay for the vintage clothing. Um, you know, and we're, we're paying attention to those details. So, um, you know, and then, uh, of course, we have, um, you know, Mr. Ron Milkey in our film, which we're honored to have him grace our presence. You know? So let's let's hear about that, because I can remember seeing posts about that as far as you being in contact with him. And I know you maybe had some coffee or maybe a lunch meeting. Yeah, yeah. Um, to kick things with, off. With, yeah, with Ron, it was it, it was it was easy and it wasn't, um, you know, I I thought about you know other actors that could possibly be in our film like everybody seems to be doing to play cameo roles and this and that and i didn't want to pull somebody in and have them be in the limelight entirely you know but just say quick face showing like oh that's you know that's so and so or that's so and so you know have them pop up here and there and like you know not so much dwell on a main role so I said it just made sense to go for somebody that was from the original movie. And, um, you know, he was active on Facebook. He was and he wasn't. You know, he's he's an older gentleman. Uh, so he has somebody actually doing it for him. So um, this young lady, uh, Catherine Pearl, her name is, she uh, saw my, my story and saw this. And I, she was excited about it. And I said, you know, I if you can reach out to Ron for me, I you know I know he lives in New York. He's actually in Hell's Kitchen. I'm in Queens. I said, I'd love to talk to him and let him read the script. So uh, that's how that came about. I sent him the script. He read it. He loved the concept. And um, he said, you know, I'm on it. I'm all over this. You know, just reach out. He's like, you know, I'm SAG. You know, you got to talk to my agent and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, no worries. We'll do all that. Um, The only difference in this film is um, he is called the sheriff. 
And we thought about dwarf, but there's a 40 year, you know, space that happens with age. And the film is two years later. So we couldn't call him Sheriff Dwarf because he aged so much. So instead of just using that character of Dwarf, we're just, we're not, we're not doing that, but he will have some of his one-liners, but we're just calling him the Sheriff. That's pretty much to the extent of it. And um, he, he's a more confident individual other than what we, you know, compared to what we saw as his, his, his bumbling dwarfness, as I call it in the original, you won't see any of that. You'll, you'll see a more confident sheriff of Crystal Lake in our film. You know? Well, that's because he's not um, going to stand for any weirdness out there. Exactly. That, that was one. And, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, he said it. And like, yeah, well, we may throw another one in there, but we don't want to cheese it up and expect it. You know, we want, I said, Ron, this is, this is your role. You know, you, you, know the, you know the lines. You know the script. Uh, make it your own, you know, and uh, I think he's kind of brought into that, that Southern cop feel, you know, with attitude, you know, and I said, that's perfect, you know, so. Yeah, here's he, what's you know, funny. He, this, this, you got to think about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got a little bit of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the sinuses and the wintery. Yeah. I just going on today. It, man. It's, it's the oh season. man, it's terrible. Um, it's so the thing with Ron is in 1980, everybody, I think thought that Ron was way older than what he was. And he wasn't that old during the original one, but he's one of those guys that in his, even in like in his, in his thirties, he looked like he was in his fifties, but now that he's in his sixties, he doesn't look like he's in his sixties. No, I know. I think it's the way he held himself, you know, and uh, who he is as a person. And you know what? Um, I I don't know if he wants me to say this, but you know, he, he, I, I don't want to say he was typecasted, but he's done a lot of horror, but it's not his true passion. You know, he loves classic, uh, classic movies like gone with the wind and, 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 and stuff like that. Um, he, that's why I think he loved this story so much because it, it, it was, it is horror, but for the first, you know, 45 minutes of the story, it's character based. It tells the story of, of, you know, of these guys and who they are and about the town. And it just doesn't go to kill, kill, kill TNA, smoke some weed. We're, we're not, how many times are we going to tell that story? You know, we, we, We've seen the tits and ass through the campground, smoking the weed, you know, premarital sex. Jason kills them because they're doing it. We're, we're taking a different route. We, we said, you know, we've told that story enough. And me and the team said, you know, this is the way we're going to go. Um, you know, we, we don't want feel we need to promote TNA, although I love it. But use it and do it when it's needed. Just don't throw it in as filler, if you know what I mean. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so, uh, you know, he was really excited to be part of it. Um, we have one more scene to film with him. We're looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, there, there might be some other cameo appearances. I mean, I, I announced one, uh, you know, Bugsy. Um, he's going to be a, be in our film. I announced that a while ago from the game, the video game. Uh, he's going he's gonna to show some face. Um, I said I, I'd love to have somebody from the video game in it because I want to tap into the younger crowd. And Bugsy Hoffa, that, that's his name. And um, he's going to show face in our film, and uh, he's excited to come on board. He's actually a New York guy, too, so he was easy to get in touch with. So um, we may have one or two more cameos. We're not too sure. But like I said, they're just going to be quick, like, pop-ups, like, you know, turn of the head. Oh, my God, that's so-and-so. You know, we're not going to jam it down your throat. Well, like I said, I like the take of it. I I can appreciate the TNA, the 
chopping on people in the woods and the typical Friday stuff, but it'll be nice to have a different take on the franchise. Yeah, because I, I think it's time, you know, it and, is. and Hollywood hasn't given us anything different <laughs> for obvious reasons, and we won't get into that because it's been talked about enough. But um, I would love to see Hollywood eventually after everything happens and settles. I would love to see a prequel. I, I'll be honest with you. I like uh, it's been talked about. I would love to see, you know, Jason's upbringing. I would love to see, you know, his dad in the picture. You know, of course, with Jason in it, maybe having flashbacks of his childhood. Who knows? Well, what your project was- reminds me of is you remember when there was talks of the TV show several years back is – that's what your that's what your project reminds me of is kind of the route that oh, the yeah. TV show yeah that that that's, yeah the TV yeah show yeah because everybody take. was looking for Jason but never he never showed face once you know yeah but more more um, showing the damage that that happened to the town like you mentioned in the town yeah and all that yeah definitely I think you know um, it, it would be interesting to see uh, what it's going to be like afterwards the aftermath of what Pam did you know and uh, uh, you know she if you know any of the backstory, she wasn't even, she wasn't even a local of the town. Um, she was a, she was a, a transient that actually ended up there. And um, that's, I'm going to tell that story too of Pam. It'll be mentioned because uh, without revealing too much, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't even a local resident of Crystal Lake. If you know any of the backstory of her, she, uh, she settled there accidentally in a sense. And um, we're going to, we're kind of going to tell that story too. I just want to know how many cartons of cigarettes you went through. Or so far, I've uh, went through. Uh, on the first day that we filmed, uh, Jason, uh, he actually smoked, I think it was uh, maybe two whole packs for eight hours, eight hours of filming, so, which isn't horrible. But uh, so he lot, says he though. didn't inhale. Yeah, he didn't inhale, you know, but I'm sure. And then, uh, you know, um, the, the guy that plays Bo, his name is Matt, um, he had to chew tobacco. He's a tobacco chewer in, in my film. And he hasn't done it in years. And I, I said, look, we can substitute... Matt, we can substitute it with cotton balls like they did with uh, The Godfather if you don't want to chew real tobacco. He goes, no, I'm going to keep it real. And he didn't turn green. He he did well, you know, because he was chewing uh, long cut, um, um, uh, long cut, what was it red, red, no, not red, red. What the hell did we, beach nut, beach nut. Beach nut, yeah. Beach nut, yeah. Red man isn't around anymore because I think it's illegal to actually use the word red man because, you know, we don't want to offend. We, we don't want to get anybody butthurt. Exactly. Fucking clowns. So it's, it, <laughs> Beach nut, that's what he was chewing, and that, that's like the bottom of the barrel of tobacco. But I said, we need authenticity. I need to get you that, that sack in your that, – that, that sack of, of tobacco in your hand, you know. So he's, he was cool with it. So, uh, Palm we'll all cigarettes to, and beach Oh, yeah. No, uh, you know, basic marbles I think we're doing in the film. You know? Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And we'll be bringing classic – some classic bottles of beer back to some old Budweiser bottles we found. So – we're paying we're paying attention to detail. So uh, the classic right. blood bottles from the '80s. You know, we're doing that. So uh, very nice. Yeah, detail. Nice. I'm very much into details. That's my whole thing with this film. You know, I've always been a major cosplayer, and um, and distresser of costumes. And I said I need to I need to do that. And to talk a little bit about Jason himself. You know, um, I'm portraying Jason in the film. I'm six foot five. Um, I don't have the bulk, so we had a bodysuit made for me and. Um, we said we can't put him in the in the coveralls because he, you know, it's it's five years pri- prior to that scene in part two. I said, but you know, I want him. I almost took the, took the look of. Um, uh, I loved the hobo version of Michael Myers and and Rob Zombie's uh, film. If you know who he, who I'm talking about, he he kind of layered his clothes up and 
you know, he was a hobo. He, he was a bum. And I said, I want my Jason to look like that, you know, stealing clothes off of people's lines and, uh, you know, ponchos, whatever you could find in the abandoned campground. And that's kind of the look I went for, for my Jason, you know. And uh, So the flannel shirt think, Jason is kind of what we see, like the insulated flannel with the sack head. Yeah, kind of the... yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got going on. Um, uh, you know, I, I said, you know, I really just dressed a flannel shirt. And I said, you know, the basics, you know, the basics, what anybody in the town would be wearing, you know, and um, without overdoing it and overkilling it, you know, and uh uh, we'll talk about, I want to talk about really quick about the campground that we found upstate New York. That's phenomenal because we couldn't film the original one. We found a campground upstate New York. Um, it was an old Girl Scout campground that we're filming at. Um, I found it accidentally. I went up to the door of the owner of the, of the property. I said, I, you know, I have a proposition. Would you be interested? He most definitely. So we're going back up there, hopefully May or June, to film that scene. Um, that's like a good five or six days worth of filming where the showdown happens between the hunters and Jason. So that's a phenomenal, creepy place. Oh, my God. I couldn't have asked for a better location, you know. Are we going to see any uh, muscle cars in the film? I got to ask no. that. Yeah, you know what? We may. We may. Um, there's a couple guys that want to do Camaros and some Zs, uh, you know. Um, we'll bring those in, uh, definitely, because the, the diner scene, uh, we need some vintage cars in the lot. And well, you know, Jeanette, I have, Jeanette unfortunately, was... I, I live too far away, but I have a, I have a big block 72 Chevelle. You do? Awesome. I do, but awesome. but to get it up there. There's a reason I mean, to come to Blairstown. <laughs> I mean, I'd have but to Jeanette... I'd have to get a car hauler and drive all the fucking yeah. way up there. Where, and it would just where be, are you located? Where are you guys I, at? I am in Illinois at the moment. Oh, yeah, you're far. You're far. You're far. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's like a 12-hour drive. A... Jeanette was ama been amazing with that. She's the one that got me all my vintage cars. If you see the opening scene uh, in, in the and freeze it in the in the trailer, you'll see all the vintage cars. We have a beautiful AMC in there, and we got a you know Volkswagen bus, and we we do have a Camaro in there, a black Camaro. So um, she was amazing with that. So that one of the bonus of all the drivers of those vehicles, I used as extras. I said, you guys get to be in my film. You know, just dress 80s. That's the only thing I ask. Sure. So they, you know, that was fantastic. And uh, so, yeah, the campground is phenomenal. The Jason, I think, looks fantastic. And I, you know, I want to talk about the sack too. You know, I, I, maybe I shouldn't say that like that, the sack. Um, but that's been my stick during that the whole thing. That kind of sounds perverted. The sack. Yeah, I know. The sack is back. That's, that's the whole thing. My whole stick, you know, my sack is back. <laughs> so take it for what it's worth, but people love it, you know. <laughs> Gross, the sack. <laughs> the sack is back, baby. Jason but, the uh, perv. Exactly. There, but there is a lot more under that sack. I, I, I don't, I don't want to reveal too much. I don't want people to think I'm just running around with a potato sack. I am, and I'm not. But there is a reveal under that thing. And well, let's um, talk about that. Let's talk about the artist responsible for the unmasking of. Uh, a yeah, big yeah. He's actually from Vancouver. Uh, his name is uh, Kyle Huckaluck. Yes. I have a hard time. I, have I own some of Kyle's work. I always Do recommend you? his okay. work. Kyle has been yeah. on the show in the past. And matter of fact, okay. I talked to him just. Did I say uh, your last name right? <laughs> you did. You did. Awesome. And awesome. I talked to him uh, fairly recently again because he's actually going to do a repaint on my full face part six silicone hood that I have from awesome. him. It's about five so yeah, years old, six years behind, old. Behind under the sack. He, he's the man behind under the sack. Uh, I'm working on trying to get him to do our, our effects work too. Uh, I really want him to come there. He, look, another reason for connect, connect, another, he's, he's up, he's up in yes. Vancouver. 
you yes. know, and I want him to come and, and, and do our work if we can afford them. You know, <laughs> if we can afford them. Well, when but, I talked uh, to him a while back, I said, hey, he, he's, he was on the show years ago, and I said, hey, we, it's time to do a, an update. We need to have you back on again real soon. And he said, absolutely. Right. So be on the lookout for that in the very near future. Yeah, yeah. He designed a hyper-realistic silicone mask for under our mask, and uh, uh, we're excited to reveal it. I, I, I showed some images that were majorly fuzzed out because I, I I've seen that, yeah. Much, you know, but um, – he does, you know, it, 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 we are keeping within the realm of, of um, part two, so um, which I've, I loved, you know, and uh, we're, we're going to stick within that part. So, uh, you know, down to mannerisms, you'll see different mannerisms with this, Jason. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to do the Steve Dash thing, um, but uh, I've, I've, I've practiced in the mirror quite a bit on how I want to portray my Jason. Um, I always felt like uh, he was a boy trapped in a man's body, you know, um, because of his mental condition. And you're going to see that uh, quite a bit in, in our film, you know, frustration, annoyance, you know, panic. Um, but then, like I said, with time, you'll see confidence build up, kind of like um, Leatherface in the original movie. If you remember Leatherface, how he acted. Very well. And, you know, as well as he, as good as he was with that chainsaw, you saw you saw a panicked little individual underneath Leatherface, you know, underneath that skin mask, and I, I always liked that that frightened me about Leatherface, and I said, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit of that and use that on my Jason too, because you've got this big burly individual not knowing his own strength, but at the same time, the mentality is of 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 a 12 year old, you know, let's say. Because, you know, that's basically the time he disappeared from mom, you know. So um, I always, without proper education and upbringing and living in the woods, I said, you know what, th th that's how this person's going to be, you know. So uh, I want to showcase that. Absolutely. So <clears throat> as far as showcasing and what we're going to see, Dave needs, obviously, everyone's help, your help, the listener's help, the Friday fans' help. And currently, there is an Indiegogo that is in yes. order, and yes. that, as as, uh, as we speak, currently has about two more weeks, roughly. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. I know um, I've been paying attention. I know I know things have been rough. Uh, you know, I'm pretty a lot much of... at the begging point. I'm like on my knees to <laughs> to get this funded because uh, you know. Well, uh, be careful how you us... say that because our we have some listeners out there that might take that the wrong way. So uh, what begging? Be begging? No, being on your knees. <laughs> oh, you gotta, on my knees. Yeah, you, you got to be careful. You might, bring, bring you might end up back um, and, and being on my knees. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might end up. Hey, look! If, to, if I can make a buck on it to make this movie, so be it. <laughs> well, there you go. For desperate measures. Yeah, no, I mean, but you, gotta, uh, you know, I we don't want to piecemeal anymore. You know, continuity is very important, and. um our first fundraiser we did with Kickstarter, it, it failed miserably. The second one was good. It wasn't great, but it was enough to film our last uh, two two scenes that we did. Um, but we need close to uh, 15000 to feel comfortable. You know, at this point, um, I don't know if we're going to hit it. Um, I do have some anonymous uh, uh, givers. Uh, I can't mention names for obvious reasons, but uh, they're giving a nice chunk of change. Um I'd be happy within the next two weeks to hit a goal of 10,000, but 15 would be a nice, soft, comfortable spot to finish this film. So please, 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 if you want to see the sack pack and you want to hear the origin story, uh, see the origin story of Jason, 
and uh, how he lived uh, for those five years in the woods. It's a fantastic film. Uh, we won't let you down. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, hockey mask. We want hockey mask. But, you know, you've got a bunch of other out there doing the hockey mask. Let's change it up, guys. You know, <laughs> let them let them tell their story and let's let's take a walk on the wild side and, and bring the sack back. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I said, there's a lot of fucking fan films out there right now. We just had Christmas and all the fucking uh, yeah, happy yeah. holiday and I think- bullshit. Yeah, so, that's I think that's what's hurting us. We 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 did it on December Friday the thirteenth, and it may help us, but with the oversaturation of of the fan films, we get it, and you know you everybody wants to share the wealth. Uh, there, you know, we know never hike alone will never suffer. <laughs> Vince, I love the guy. Uh, he did a fantastic film, and he's doing really really well with his story. And God bless him. You know, he's as far as I'm concerned, the grandfather of of, of Friday the thirteenth films. He he's doing it, and he's doing it right. Um. But there's other great stories to be told, and there's uh, different approaches, and uh, we're keeping we're keeping the franchise alive right now. So, um, you know, and you're you're helping independent filmmakers. That's the way I look at it. It's just not a fan film, but everybody on my team, uh, my actors, my my director of photography, uh, these guys, uh, you know, this is their bread and butter. You know, and they're they they really want this to happen because a they're a fan, they love the story. But it's it's their bread and butter. This is their income, and uh, they really need this film to help boost their careers in in, in many ways. Uh, Jason West, uh, our DP of, of photography, our director of photography, he's right now working on the set of Fanboy, Thirteen Fanboy. So um, it's great to have him and his eye because he goes there. He's there now filming, and he brings his inspiration back to my uh, to our film, and uh, and my story. And uh, it's great to have him on and. and and we have Jason uh, Sigalisi, who is um, the director and uh, the actual scriptwriter of this film, who is very passionate about it and wants it complete. So please, please, please give what you can. You know, every, it all adds up. And uh, let's bring Jason. Uh, as I always say, you know, Jason's not dead. We just got to wake him up. That's my other tagline. And uh, he's awake. We just got to make, got him get him moving a little bit more. A That's bit right. Faster. And you know what? We just had Christmas. And I know some of you people out there that haven't pissed away your Christmas money on booze and all all right. kinds of other random trinkets, donate to the cause. I mean, it, it's a great we project, and uh, there is a lot of other projects out there, but try to spread the wealth a little bit. You just never know. Um, even if you're not a big fan of uh, the pervy sack, bringing the sack back <laughs> with pervy Jason <laughs> – you just you never know you, you never know who you're going to see in the film. You're, you don't know what cameos. you'll see under that. Yeah, you don't know what you'll you'll never know what's inside that sack. You know? Right. You got you got Officer Dorf attached to the project. You got Kyle Huckelock yeah. doing doing the undermask. I mean, there's some good yeah, shit going yeah. on. So contribute, and you never know. You might just be surprised. Definitely, and I want to thank uh, everybody there. Uh, uh, you know, Camp Blood Radio, we appreciate uh, the big shout out that you're doing for us. You know, uh, we couldn't ask for uh, a better shout out and taking the time to talk to me and finally getting to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, finally, after, like I said, about yeah. fucking three weeks of that. So oh my God. we finally made it happen and hopefully we can help out and help that Indiegogo kind of generate. And, and like I said, I know it's been a little rough and hopefully maybe we can help out at least a little bit with that. Um, yeah, of course, you know, like I said, we'll take. We'll take what we can get. We're not, we're not, you know, we're not picky. <laughs> yeah. And of course, after the, the project is released, which um, I, I'll let you go ahead and give a roundabout uh, release date for that. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to hopefully finish up filling in the spring 
and post-production all summer, and then we're looking for a fall release in 2020. Uh, there's a, a Friday the 13th in November, I believe. We'd like to shoot for that. Um, you know, and, and you guys, with, with the uh, Indiegogo, there's some fantastic perks involved. That anyone that, you know, got the perks from the last time around, they were very, very pleased with what they received. You know, we did some great things. So you're just not contributing money to the Indiegogo. You'd be surprised at how a lot of people don't know how to use Indiegogo. Uh, that's why I did a personal fundraiser, too. But it's pretty self-explanatory you know, when you go on. You just see the perks and what's involved. It's, it's as, as little as $5, uh, $10, I believe I did, all the way to 10000 if you want to be Jason. Because you can actually contribute ten k if you want to see to be part of the film as Jason Voorhees. We're actually throwing that in. But that's a $10,000 price point. <laughs> We said, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe. I, th I think it worked for, you know, it worked for uh, Vengeance, but maybe it worked for us, you know. So uh, well, you just never know. You never know. You never know. So I will post know, a link we, to the Indiegogo for the lazy assholes out there that don't want to fucking go find it themselves. I'll post it in exactly. the show post, and you can just click on it. it. Just, just click a couple times, and uh, you can see all the awesome perks. And you never know. Maybe you can be Jason. For sure, for sure. It doesn't matter what size you are, short, tall, fat, skinny, we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Come That's on. movie we'll magic. We'll make it work. You got it. Thank All right. Again. If, I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate your time, man. If anybody wants to reach out to you, go ahead and throw a plug to your social media or however you want people to contact you. Yeah, no, you know, just come on to uh, His Name Was Jason on Facebook. Uh, we also have a, uh, His Name Was Jason on Instagram. Um, we we don't post as much as we should on that one. Um a lot of it, you know, because it's just pretty much the photos wherever and whenever we try to do things. But uh, pretty much just uh, his name was Jason right now on Facebook. You can look us up that way. Uh, there will be some other things that pop up when you do the search. But uh, look look for the uh, fan film. That's where you'll find us. And there you have it, Dave Brown from His Name Was Jason. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio. So please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram at Camp Blood Radio. And please us, please leave us a review there, either one. Uh, we would just appreciate it. And if you have any suggestions, feel free to drop us a line. Unless you're fucking Mark Tefner. Fuck you, Mark. Mark. <laughs>